Hey everyone, it's Jake and Jana back with a podcast. Thanks so much again for joining us this week. And this week, we're going to be talking about four things that you can do to best help prepare your dancer for an excellent convention and competition weekend. And since we have one coming up this weekend, we thought this would be a very timely and good topic, Um, especially there's so much work that your dancers do to prepare for these events, Um, so much work that we're doing with them as their teachers to prepare throughout the year, and when it really comes down to it, you get to spend so much time with them as their parents in some of the most vital moments before they get there, as they're leaving. Um, Those trips in the car are so, so important to setting the mindset um, and the intention that they'll have for the weekend. And so obviously, if you're coming to this podcast, you're wanting to get the most information on how to best help your dancer. And so we came up with a little list of four things that I think can be very, very helpful beyond the basic, make sure that their hair is pulled back and that they eat good food and those things. Um, And maybe some things that possibly get overlooked a little bit, but can be gigantic in what the dancer takes away from the weekend. And the first one that we have is just the the mental space and the talks that are had before the event even starts. And so obviously in the car on the way there for competition and for convention, Mm -hmm. um, there are lots of things that that can be very helpful and maybe some things that aren't as helpful. For sure. And like we were talking before we started this uh, podcast, uh, parents, you do get so much time with them to shape their mindset and their mental space before they get there that I think um, can be far more important and far more helpful than sometimes we as parents even realize because if they walk into an event and they are the most confident that they can be and the most relaxed and the most fill in the blank, you know, going to put your kid in the best um, place possible, that is huge. And, and then they are just open for what they are about to receive and go through in that weekend. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's mostly, and every kid's so different, right? I think a lot of times, even as their teachers, we get to where we kind of know, but there's a lot of them. Like, you know your kid, right? And you know when they are feeling their most relaxed, focused, and confident. That's like kind of the the perfect combination there. And so for some kids, that's going to be totally building them up. For other kids, that's just going to be embarrassing to them. (laughs) And they don't want to hear that from mom and dad on the way there. Um, but maybe there's another topic that you can talk about that makes them feel their most relaxed and their most confident. I think that is just the biggest thing. And sometimes I would even say picking and choosing the battles. That does not mean to let your kid be a brat or misbehave (laughs) or talk to you in a way that they shouldn't. I don't mean that whatsoever. Um, but little things like, if their eyeliner could look a little better, is it worth the argument and them being late to their call time or is it better to let that go? Um, Because all those things do stack to just having such a big impact on their mindset for the entire weekend. The other thing I was thinking about is when you talk about each, each kid is different and you know your kid and what they need, sometimes kids need space and they need distraction from that too because they're already 
nervous. They're already anxious, um, you know, and to talk about it would just pile on where, you know, uh, there are kids sometimes before they go on stage that the last thing they want to do is talk about their performance that they're about to have. They want to talk about, you know, the football game or what you're doing next weekend or the trip they're taking. So I, I think those are just as important too, to know, like, we also don't have to talk about it. We can talk about what you're doing on spring break. Absolutely. Right. And just knowing where that kid is going to be best. Sure. Um, the second one. and <laughs> We said we could probably do a podcast on each of these alone. For sure. But- and this one may be a little controversial, parents. Um, especially for those of you that love to take pictures. Um, but the next one definitely involves cameras. And I am by no means saying that you shouldn't take any pictures at these events because please do. And all of that's so important. And these years will go by quickly and they should be fun for the entire family. And so they should be things that you all want to look back on. Um, coming from someone whose mom regularly um, would stop the moment to take pictures of things when I was a kid and still does um, at family events and she would totally own that and laugh about all of it. Um, This is something that I see and it's just becoming a bigger and bigger deal with social media being what it is and I do see it have an impact on a lot of kids focus. So the right time to get out those cameras and take pictures and videos at convention I think is actually very very important and I think it's different for every kid but I think probably the best line is if the kid is feeling like it's taking them away from what they need to be doing to prepare so if a kid is coming back and saying mom not right now I need to be running my solo or I need to be doing this they're probably right because they do work so long for these few events throughout the year that at the end of the day is that picture in that moment more important than those few minutes they get to prepare before they go on stage. Now, when you're dropping them off in the morning and we're all gathered around just passing out numbers and stuff, by all means, take the pictures. The end of the event when um, the showcase is over, by all means, take the picture. When they're done with their last number, take the picture. They have an hour break between dances. Take the picture. Um, But I think those moments where it's right when they are working on getting focused and their mindset right may not be the best time. And I think it's so hard because, yes, it is controversial if you want to say Mm -hmm. that, but like, it's so hard because even with our, our twins now, like I'm very appreciative when people get a picture in the moment when I didn't think to, or when I didn't want to, because there were other things, because, right, they are only gonna be a certain age once. They are only gonna be nine years old at their first convention once, you know? So as parents, we wanna have those memories and we wanna have those keepsakes for, not only for us, but for them at some point to look back and, and reflect upon. But that said, I think the memory of how that happens or how that weekend went will probably be far above and go far beyond what that picture looks like. You know, if a kid goes, Oh, right. That was a great weekend. I'm so glad that like we have, uh, even if it's just some random candid shot, Mm -hmm. right. That's a lot different than, and does it need to be a hundred pictures or is 
five or six enough to, to remember it and fully enjoy it. Right. And, and then that goes into also for the dancers that are old enough to have their phones and be taking pictures and videos in the room during classes. I think this is a tricky one too. And I do feel for them a little bit because... Oh, for sure. I kind of feel like back in my day I had it a little better because that just wasn't a thing. It wasn't something where... We all would have done it too. Absolutely. Um, But it wasn't just one more thing to think about on a weekend where there's already so much to take in and where you're trying to deliver so much. So um, I think it's okay for them to have their friend take a video and a class or two of them doing the dance from the side. I think it's totally okay. I think when it becomes an every class thing or multiple times during the class, not only can it be distracting for the dancer that's wanting the video, but it can be distracting for that friend that they're asking to take the video all the time. Because then before you know it, each kid is missing out on some of the times that they could be learning and growing from what's happening in the room because we're just looking at that screen to take the video of our friend. And when that becomes lots of times during lots of classes, there went a good chunk of your convention weekend. And I also think it just goes to, it goes to speak to the being fully present and being fully where your feet are and immersing yourself in that moment to take everything in. It's Mm kind of like when you go to a concert and everybody gets their phone out on like, the best song and then you watch that video back and you're like it's not even a great video to yeah. watch and like i wish i would have been more present in the moment and be like man i love that song i just wanted like that three minutes to like it be in my soul you absolutely know? but we all do it and i think we have to guide them with their phones on what is appropriate and what is too much what is you know right and is doing that for one song at the concert probably okay sure when you do it for the entire concert you miss the experience and i think kind of the same with convention i mean we were at a concert recently and literally the one of the songs comes on and you see everybody's phones just come up Mm -hmm. and you're like why i can't even i can't even see them anymore now because everybody's (laughs) i think that makes us sound old probably that's because we are old (laughs) but Definitely, in these situations where they're trying to learn as much as possible. And and I think that's part of it, too, if we even go back to the talks and the conversations, and this will tie into point three in a second as well. Is it about showing off this moment or this thing I achieved or how I danced in this class? Or is it just about taking in everything and improving yeah. and, and gathering as much growth and knowledge from the weekend as you possibly can? Can you imagine just taking a random video of like, this was me in math class. Check this out. Right. (laughs) Um, Okay. And so then that leads to point three, which is making the important takeaways the important thing. And these are the conversations that parents, you get to have with them way faster than we will. Because best case scenario, we're usually seeing them back in the studio at least 24 hours later for some of them, or in this case, it'll be after spring break. So it's so much after the fact. But these conversations are really important when they achieve all the things they wanted to achieve. Or. And on the weekends where they don't. And I think as parents, we're probably quicker to have these conversations about, well, what were the important takeaways and what did you learn or what could you have done differently when things don't go the way the dancer wants them to? Because we want to help build them back up and we want to help guide. And so naturally when they're upset, 
because a weekend didn't go just the way they want, we we go there. Mm-hmm. I think we miss the opportunity a lot when things do go well and when yeah. they walk away feeling like, yes, I won everything. There are really great conversations that can happen around why do you think that was? Did you how did you prepare? Mm-hmm. Um, how was your mindset? How what did you do that hopefully you can replicate again and again? while knowing that dance is so subjective. And so what is seen on one weekend, you could literally have three different judges sitting there and it could be totally different on another weekend. But I still think having that time to reflect for the dancer of all ages, I think this starts at like age seven. And I think it, parents, I think you can do it all the way up until they're graduating on just why do you think that went well or... If it didn't go well, what are some things that you could have done differently or that you could try next time and then maybe get a different result? And I also think that these are important things they can be learning that go beyond dance. So being able to look back and reflect on when things go well and when they don't and really look at what we could do differently. We still do it Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, after every big studio event. And I think it's one of my favorite things that we do. But Our big three. Mm-hmm, we finish everything. And we get in the car and say, what's something that went well? What's something that didn't? And what's something that we would do differently next time? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think guiding some of those conversations with the dancers can be a really great thing too. And we do some of this in the studio. But once again, that's with lots of kids at one time. So that time you get with them one-on-one at the end of an event is just giant. And I should say this too, you will have for sure most talented dancer doesn't matter you will have weekends where they walk away feeling like yes everything went so well and there will definitely be weekends where they walk away not feeling like that sometimes back to back weekends i see it happen a lot within the same day or same weekend sure within the same weekend you bet they can leave friday feeling like this whole weekend's terrible and then leave saturday like i am the best dancer on the planet so that changed quickly yes (laughs) especially with teenage girls. Um, But I think these times to reflect and guiding it in this way are just huge, so huge. And I think when it's fresh, like there's there's good stuff to be had when it's had a little bit of time to uh, marinate and go back and think about things 24, 36 hours later. But I think there is something to be able to talk about that and and go through that in the moment when it's fresh Mm -hmm. in their mind. And that's that's the luxury that you guys get as their parents to guide. And I had a parent ask me this recently and she said, so my daughter was kind of disappointed that they didn't get whatever the scholarship was at this event. And then, and I loved this. And then the mom said, does that even matter? (laughs) And I mean, the reality is a lot of times, no. I mean, it depends on what the thing is, right? Like there are some dancers that, really want to get to do the OD program at nationals. And so there is something that actually comes with that. That's an opportunity that they're working to achieve. A lot of times, no, it is a piece of paper for some, for a hundred dollars off some event that they're not going to go to anyway. You're not going to California for that thing, but the dancer cares. And they appreciate that recognition. uh, Because it's a benchmark, right? Of just how they're doing. And my stance on it is if your dancer cares about it and they want to achieve it, then all of us want to help them achieve it, right? And we want to help them get to that point. And for some dancers, they they may literally be there. There's just some little thing they need to do differently to make it happen. For others, they may need 
a whole nother year of ballet three times a week for that to be realistic. But the point is, if they want to achieve it, of course, we all want to help them do it. And I think these conversations being guided in this way of, okay, what do we do differently can just be huge. Right. Because when you think about it, there could be a lot worse things that our kids are wanting to do or wanting to achieve. You know, I mean, the fact that they're wanting to get recognition for their hard work and something that they love and are passionate about. I mean, isn't that everything that we want as parents? Right. So whether it seems trite or trivial to us, doesn't really matter. It's something they're putting their heart into. So let's back them. Absolutely. And I think those go on to be those little goals that they create in their adult life too. Um, Whether that's to get ahead at work or just those random things that just keep us going. Right. So I think all of this, there are very, very great takeaways that can come from it. I think most kids just need a little bit of adult guidance on how to see it that way sometimes. And I think that takes us into point four, which is making sure they feel loved and supported. And and what we were talking about earlier, which was making sure that they remember that their worth is not tied up solely in their work and that what they do, whether good or bad, whether they had an amazing weekend or whether they had one that wasn't, uh, wasn't as um, great as they had hoped that they are still worth way more than that 24 hour period or that 48 hour period and that that is okay and that is a benchmark and again like Jana said they will have a weekend where it's like oh my gosh I'm on cloud nine that is amazing it's just not every weekend right so even for the very best dancers right as as they become more and more successful they're expectations for themselves just keep getting higher and higher. And sometimes it has nothing to do with the recognition from anyone else. They may still be getting that, but that dancer knows when they do their best and when they don't. And and this goes with every athlete too, right? Even like at the highest level, there's going to be times where they just don't perform at their very best. So there will definitely be weekends, right? Where they feel excellent and weekends where they don't. Um, the thing that I think is important to remember too, and I don't even know that it's important to say to the dancer on the day of, because they probably don't want to hear it on the day of, but doing this for as long as we have, I will tell you even two years after the fact, dancers don't remember what place they got, what adjudication they got. They don't remember whether they got this scholarship this year or not. They, they just don't. But they remember a lot of the lessons that they learn from it. And so making it about that as they leave in that car ride home is gigantic, whether it was in their mind a successful weekend or not. Um, The other thing I would say is I think they remember just random things they learn too. Um, Oh, for sure. We've got teenagers that remember things from 10 years ago that that some teachers said. Yes. So I think taking the opportunity to be like, okay, what was one thing that really changed your mindset or one big thing you learned that you want to remember from this weekend? I think that's a great conversation to have. Um, and sometimes it's even, I was just telling Jake too, I still remember years after the fact, certain things that some of the judges or teachers have said about some of our dancers on their critiques, um, that were just cool, cool, special things that they said about that kid. I couldn't tell you. I mean, they placed, they did well, clearly, if someone said that, but I don't know what place they got. I don't know 
a whole lot of things, but I remember these important little like just moments that someone noticed about them. And I think making it about that can also be really important. Oh, that can be way more empowering than what place they got or what trophy they got, because that is, that is feedback. That is recognition. That is just in a different form, but yes, I can, I can totally remember Mm -hmm. lots of those too. Yeah. So hopefully that's helpful. Um, we keep having these episodes where I feel like let's come up with four points. And then as we talk about it, we're like, we could do a whole episode on each of these points. Um, and over time we probably will, but I think it's just important that you know just how important you are. That's what I was just going to say. Like, you're so important. Mm -hmm. And it's really nice for us as teachers when we get to start with them before competition. And you can just tell the dancer is in a focused and confident mindset. And I think that so much of that comes down to the parental preparation before Mm -hmm. it starts. And it can definitely be more challenging when they are a little flustered and frustrated because of whatever argument just happened in the car or, um, yeah, it's just hard to, it can be hard to break down those walls in a time sensitive event like that is, and you're trying to get them ready, but I've got to get them in a good mind space before we can even start getting them ready. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, you're so important. So, so important. Yes. Um, so Hopefully this helps. And as a team all together between teachers and directors and parents, we can help these kids to achieve all the things that they want, which is ultimately what we are all after. You bet. Just helping them in every way that we possibly can as the adults in their life. So white dance is important. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So thank you all so much. Hopefully this is helpful. And, um, I think maybe hopefully this can be one that's worth revisiting before convention weekends in the future too, just because they're, you are so important (laughs) for sure. And I'll say this too. Um, we love doing these and we, we feel like we're literally speaking (laughs) to you guys all the time. So if, if you find this helpful and want to pass it on to somebody, please do, you know, if, if you found it helpful, let them know, because we feel like that's, you know, kind of our passion and our mission with all this is just to help people. So, yep. Yep. So thanks again for joining us this week. And we look forward to talking with you guys next week. Yep. Have a great weekend. Bye everyone. Thanks guys.